Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket. Rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO SEO rock stars. Welcome, everyone, to the SEO rock stars. This is Chris Boggs, founder of Web Traffic Advisors, and I'm happy to be back. We've had a little bit of a a late summer into fall break, and uh, Frank Watson, who has been busy, busy, busy working at his new job, uh, or I guess it's no longer a new job, but glad to have you, Frank. Oh, Mac, good to be back. You know, we've got a lot of things that are going on right now, uh, especially with recent conferences and one that I'm at right now and, and some major moves by Google. Seriously. Let, tell me, because I didn't make it, how was PubCon? What were the highlights that you saw at PubCon? Well, I mean, there was some, uh, I think the conference keeps growing in terms of the content quality. Um, It's sort of, you know, for a while, uh, always was, you know, in the know from sort of a few, I guess you could say, elite people back then in the industry. But, um, you know, I see a lot more variety of people at PubCon now, ranging from, you know, sort of newbies and and, and people that are trying to learn uh, the ropes, uh, all the way up to a lot more senior decision makers and people that have a lot lot of marketing experience versus just being sort of search. Uh, so I think the conference itself has evolved tremendously. Not that it was there was anything wrong with it before, but it's just that it's uh, you know it's truly something that if you're in the industry, I think it's 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 become sort of a must do now. I mean, especially with. Um, you know, SES gone. I think SMX and SMX Advance are great. Uh, you know, but in terms of for a once annual thing, uh, if you can make PubCon, I would highly re- recommend it. Um, I think that this year, the the way that the uh, sessions broke down. And and the number of keynotes that were presented uh, were all very well received. Um, there was uh, three full days of sessions with the master's course, which, by the way, the master's courses, uh, they um, they had all sort of the top speakers that you could imagine in there, the Bill Hunts, the Dennis Hughes, and so forth. Uh, and and uh, all I heard when I got there on Monday was that the master's uh, content had been very good as well. I, I've yet to go into one of those. Uh, Tuesday was Agency and Enterprise Day, and Scott Scratton um, came in and did his keynote, which is always very uh, you know, fun and exciting and, and uh, thought-provoking. Uh, he also had his book, Unmarketing, uh, which is something that I grabbed a copy of. It's uh, written by he and his wife, uh, Allison Kramer. And then, um, you know, there was the what you could content. It was a good mix of SEO, uh, conversion rate type of content. Uh, there was a, a whole track of site be on a fun one. Although the site reviews panel, um, we were benefit benefited on the second day. They actually moved all the site reviews into a little stage right by the um, uh, expo hall, which was different because you know it obviously allowed people walking by to suddenly stop and listen and and, and maybe walk up. The one that I did on Wednesday, apparently we were the beneficiaries of some feedback based on content the first day uh, or sound the first day. So there were some technical issues that they got through. Um, you know, going through into um, Wednesday, 
the, by the way, the networking was tremendous as always. The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Um, Tuesday night there was uh, the classic uh, event at Senior Frogs, uh, which is sponsored by uh, Stone Temple and then Tony Wright uh, at Wright IMC. Uh, you know the the usual suspects, and that was great. There's a nice uh, Mexican food buffet and uh, cheer and merriment. Um, on Wednesday, uh, there was an Ironman breakfast, which I have to admit that I missed. However, it is available, so you should look for it online. It's a keynote with Gary Illich of uh, Google and Eric Eng. Uh, if, uh, if you don't know who Gary Illich is, maybe you pronounce his name differently. Uh, Illies, uh, UB Illy, et cetera. We've pronounced it a number of ways over the years, I know, on Rockstars. Uh, and then just to wrap it up, you know, um, Wednesday night, the Search Awards, uh, fun event. Uh, I was a judge, and, and all the, the winners really were deserving. Uh, I saw some tremendous submissions. Uh, the kinds of things that agencies and individuals and consultants are doing to drive uh, qualified traffic online these days is, is really tremendous when you look when you get a chance to look at a number uh, literally dozens of uh, submissions for awards based on real work that's been out there so I, I really cherish the opportunity to be a judge on the US search awards just because obviously I'm not going to steal any ideas outright or anything but it, it, it jogs my mind as well so uh, all the winners there are very well deserved there's no BS in that it's not you buy your way into a winning uh, last year we you know knocked someone out of winning because of a, a basically a, an error that was almost like a typo level error but you know they, it gets that close so uh, I would strongly suggest if you're in the in the space uh, find a US search award category that you can submit to and, and do it next year and uh, try to win um, the last day was Thursday the pro industry day I actually chaired a, uh, a track called agency and small business concerns uh, presented a solo uh, panel, which are, are solo with the moderator. So that was fun. Uh, I didn't seem to fall on my face. It was about search agency team building. So maybe we could do a special SEO rock stars around that topic one time. But overall, uh, I'll stop blabbing, but uh, great, great conference. <laughs> There's a good uh, recap actually at Authority Labs, uh, the Authority Labs blog, PubCon 2016 Digital Marketing Conference recap. And, um, you know, they talk about some of the big topics, which are included the Penguin update, uh, local SEO, mobile, of course, content, social media. Uh, so uh, check that out and then, you know, do a search and you probably find some good live blogging uh, from various entities of PubCon. Now, Frank, uh, I understand you're at eMetrics this week. Yes, I'm outside of the Javits, Jacob Javits Center having a cigarette and talking to you. The place is packed, and uh, it's interesting. It's it's four tracks. You've got eMetrics, and then you also have the predictive analytics world, and that is divided up into healthcare, financial, and business general. Uh, I walked into one keynote by uh, Bob Porter from Blue Labs, who's to, who actually worked on the Obama campaign with. Uh, where we're going with predicting and segmenting audiences and things like that and gave me a few insights as far as you have, he broke them into four groups and the two major groups are the ones that you want to reach that you know, your messaging is going to work on. But the other one that we very rarely think about is do not disturb. 
and this one falls over into like the the people that use predictive diet retargeting rather that just constantly hit you with the same ad everywhere you go and you know they'll get let's say they get a six percent conversion but a lot of people aren't realizing it they've lost maybe 30 percent of those people because they're part of that do not disturb they they get annoyed at being seen uh, sent the same message constantly and mm. just on principle they won't convert so that part of it you know Jim Stearns here, who started uh, the uh, Digital Analytics Association way back in the early 2000s. I remember I was cleaning some stuff and came across the uh, pin that I got from the inaugural uh, launch of the association. So he's doing a stellar job here. That's great. And then as most of the content... um you find, are there people talking about programmatic uh, at that conference? Yeah. I mean, it's very geared towards programmatic and, you know, and, and it's data. The, the vast majority of people here are data analysts, mm-hmm. which, you know, I mean, it's, it, Google is here uh, and they're rolling out this product that uh, I know we've got a few Google topics to cover a little later, but Anyone and everyone should be looking at this. It's called uh, Optimize, and it's a multivariate testing that uses JavaScript to move around your pages. Uh, you can get a sample of it from forward slash analytics forward slash optimize with the Z, and uh, it's rolling out for free in two weeks. So companies like Optimizely and, and others that are doing some of this are going to really be impacted, I think. Yeah, I'm checking out the uh, site now. Uh, for those of you that don't know eMetrics, uh, it's definitely another, uh, you know, in terms of what I said about PubCon being a, a good one time a year search conference, uh, there's an opportunity to choose among some of the eMetrics summits so they could, uh, you could look, uh, you know, potentially closer to your area. They have a New York, a Chicago, a San Francisco, and even a London. Uh, I'd say the same thing for SMX. Uh, it's great if you can go for, travel around to all of them, but, uh, you know, if you can find one that's close um, you know these conferences all help us to keep up to speed with what it is we're doing uh, on a day-to-day basis so uh, Frank unless you got anything I'll break from our come back we're gonna get into some topics from articles out in the industry sounds like a plan all right stay with us we'll be right back on SEO Rockstars We'll be back with more SEO Rockstars right after this. Literature is taking over Miami streets. Between November 13th and the 20th, downtown Miami will transform into a full week celebration of the literary arts. More than 500 plus authors are coming to share their new work at the 2016 Miami Book Fair. The Porch is open every evening complete with a full schedule of live music and performances, a farmer's market and cafe, food trucks, craft beer, and more. For more information on the 33rd Miami Book Fair, November 13th to the 20th at Miami-Dade College's Wolfson Campus in downtown Miami, call 305-237-3258 or visit miamibookfair.com. Follow Miami Book Fair on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Miami Book Fair. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? 
Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for staying with my daddy's play date, which is when I go to a conference. Uh, we can get back to, uh, you know, that being said, keep in mind that, um, you know, if you can uh, time and, and money on, on going to a conference, worth every penny in terms of the networking and uh, the kind of people that you get to meet as well as hear from. So let's jump over to our favorite, Mr. Watson, who's even while he content. So we got something from the Ahrefs, um, a simple but complete guide to e-commerce SEO. And I actually saw this making the rounds uh, on Twitter last week, and, and I think I uh, favored it for the purpose of coming back to it. So I'm glad that Frank picked it. Great um, it's again at ahrefs.com, e-commerce SEO. Frank, um, the new friendly guide to e-commerce to include uh, takeaways for you out of this, Doc. Uh, I mean, it's Obviously, the you know the topic's been done before, but I mean it's and it it it's something. Picked a couple of things out. Beginners can really learn because it's very very thorough. Uh, off with just areas of you know, the big takeaway for me was how small people can get in by what they lay out as far as key keyword research uh, methods, where you can look for. And again, I don't have it in front of me because I'm on the phone. But you know, you do a search in Google, "best dress with" was I think the example that they used. And then what it did was it went into different body types and you know different events and things like that, which give you a longer tail, which makes the you know the SEO less competitive than just best dress type type of thing. So I mean, using that information, they've gone through and they've looked at various ways of, you know, making recommendations for e-commerce people, which you know, we know largely there's, there's all sorts of, I've got clients that come to me with, you know, I've got affiliates, I've got distributors, and there's a million people all using their same information. So there's the competitive part of that, <laughs> of which actually ranks. You know, they get outranked by certain people that, you know, if, if you're a clothing person, Amazon or, you know, Walmart or whoever else carries your products. It tends to some insights there on just ways of doing it so that you can start with the longer tail. That, from my experience, those are the sales funnel anyway. Yeah, I like the... Now, that's uh, the beauty of that. 
the example that they show using the Ahrefs tool where they put best in the box, I guess that's literally, uh, you just put best dresses for without the quotes. Uh, and um, says best dresses for body type, for apple shape, for pear shape. So I like then he puts a box around the three top ones and said right there you have a content idea. Uh, if you highlight uh, best dresses for body type, apple shape, and pear shape, boom, you have an article, a complete guide to choosing the best dress for your body type. So I, I like this kind of methodical approach because it allows you to create content that you can see there's keyword research around you sell the stuff but it's the old concept of trying to find the hidden keyword and solving the problem for the person while they're buying it right and especially if someone's apple shaped or pear shaped whether or not they are people think that of themselves right enough to put that volume in there those are 260 searches a month you know this is all approximated i'm sure but still that's a decent volume for those three types of uh, searches and 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 targeting that is is an outside of the box way of thinking of e-commerce versus just, you know, wanting to dress, uh, rank for a uh, little black dress or boyfriend Yeah, or size two or dresses or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so great content. There's a ton in here. There's a ton of tips. Uh, the article goes on forever and it does actually act as a, a pretty cool, um, you know, supporter of the use of the Ahrefs tool. But I, I like as well that they include a lot of uh, Google Analytics screenshots in here uh, so that, you know, you can know if you're in there, like we all are every day, what to be looking for in GA. And also that's always great to, you know, as you're talking to your boss or your clients uh, to quickly be able to jump to those kind of data points within GA uh, and, and make a nice connection to the SEO uh, and the e-commerce, uh, you know, value that you're driving. Uh, you know, that's what's job security and SEO. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. Hence, uh, you know, that was why I picked that one and the other one that you're about to introduce. Yeah. Um, so the next one we got here is a good one, too, from Entreport.com, which I have to admit I have not been to. Um, this is, um, oh, it's Neil Patel. Uh, so that's <laughs> cool. Or maybe this is, he's just an, um, the uh, author here, or is this is actually his website, Entreport? Um, oh, that I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Tell uh, effort, or he's probably involved in it. Uh, for those of you who don't know Neil Patel, he's you should, uh, especially given the amount of promotion that he does, which uh, is great. I mean, he gets out there. Uh, he's he makes his face visible, and people hear and listen to the smart things he has to say. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's been around forever. Uh, although I used to see him uh, years ago, before he even turned 21, when he was lurking around the SESs. Speaking of SESs. Um, so anyway, he's got this article, I'm assuming, on either his site or another site, uh, but it's got him at the bottom of the page. And it's tools, opt-in, ebook, ultimate landing page. So the um, how, how page quality and engagement is important to good SEO. And I think, you know, we've been talking over the years about how, uh, you know, caffeine and then Hummingbird, the, the sort of more technical infrastructure improvements that Google was making was enabling the algorithm and the other technology to be more you know, human and, and figure out uh, what is a good user experience. Uh, this is a, a great article, and I did actually scan through it. I just hadn't scanned as far as, as Neil's face last time. Uh, but it's um, – so it, what you're getting is actually um, – uh, I'm sorry, the, the – um, 
I actually jumped into another one here. This is an opt-in one where you actually have to get the ebook itself. Have you gone through the ebook process, Frank? Yeah, I I, I downloaded it. I read okay. a bunch of it again. So tell I, us I have about it in it. front of me. But cool. the the beauty of this is <clears throat> we're really at that stage now as SEOs. You know, it's not just about and hence the this optimized tool that's coming out from Google sort of supports this. You need part of what you need is user engagement. It's an element in you know ranking. So. You know, the, you've got to be testing your landing pages. You've got to try different things that uh, engage them more, you know, gives the, the right information, the right text, so that people click, stay on it, your bounce rate goes down, uh, and, and just directly it improves sales. And uh, at Ultima, that's one of the big parts of what they do beyond what I'm doing for them is a lot of this you know, user experience websites and, and creating these opportunities of, okay, here are things that you're losing traffic from. Here are things that uh, you know, aren't necessarily needed for a particular landing page. And, and that's the thing. We, we have a tendency to too many people pick that you know, as their landing page for a lot of their marketing. And it, you know, they try to optimize it for everything. And you've got to look at each individual content page as a landing page that you're looking to do something with. And they, all of the individual pages shouldn't be trying to do the exact same thing. You know, you need to be able to have an informational section of your website that can get optimized for people that are searching for uh, informational terms. You want to have products, if you're in e-commerce, that give good details and, and do comparisons and do all the different things that you can see other sites that are really successful are using as far as their landing pages. You know, it's it's needed now for us to go beyond just the nation. The part that we're we're missing is a large number of times the quality of the page that people actually end up at, and and how you can manipulate that landing page for whatever search term to be more effective in converting. However, whether it's capturing an email, giving away a, a white paper, or if it's a product page listing. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I did actually, while you were talking, download it, and it got delivered to me, and everything's cool. So far as, as far as I know, I'm not on any spam list, but of course, I use my work email. Uh, so there's See, on yeah. here the landing page commandments. Uh, be specific. Less equals more, generally. Con continuity converts. Um, limit links get personal and don't let's talk about landing pages are separate from their homepage they still function as a page on your website so you must not forget about SEO though your pages may not rank highly and you may not actually care if they do you'll be seriously docked by Google for having pages on your website that aren't SEO friendly which now in responsiveness so um in other words, either block the pages out uh, and make sure that they're not getting indexed or do, if you're using pages, um, you know, uh, which I was actually just talking about this earlier on on a simple, about the idea of, um, you know, having landing pages and, and if whether or not you could increase the quality score in paid search by having a, a real quote-unquote page that has higher authority signals pointed to it. Uh, so it was an interesting discussion that I don't think we ever got to the bottom to, or at least not, you know, statistically validly. Uh, but, you know, I think that there's some some interesting 
ideas there worth testing, right? In terms of the, when you're talking about don't yeah. forget SEO, either don't forget it, meaning just block it out so that these pages don't get uh, – you know, indexed as duplicate content. Uh, potentially, you've used pieces of other parts of pages, or you've done a streamlined version of a particular product or service page that you're using as a landing page. Uh, you know, then if they function as a page, you must not forget about SEO. It's, I think it's a good point. Yeah, exactly. And and that was the value of those two particular articles this week is that you know they do well. They don't directly, well, the e-commerce one is all about SEO for e-commerce, but this landing page one, it gives another area that we should, as SEOs, be aware of while we're doing things. And a lot of the times, we, we sort of get tunnel vision and, and we really don't pull it off. So, I mean, reading this will give you a little bit of, of knowledge in the back of your mind when you're moving forward and creating content pages or product pages, et cetera, and how to you know, limit the certain pages for access so that it doesn't eat up your crawl budget. When we get back with you, uh, please stay with us for a word from our sponsors, and we'll cover some three quick hits, fairly quick hits from our friends uh, or our friend Barry Schwartz over at the SEO Roundtable. So stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more SEO Rockstars right after this. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at wmetraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rockstar level. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to SEO Rockstars on Cranberry Radio, cranberry.fm. Don't forget to check us out at Facebook slash SEO Rockstars and Twitter also at SEO Rockstars. Uh, and favorite us on iHeartRadio and iTunes. And I'll hear us in through those blogs with Frank Watson. 
And we have three Google topics to close up this episode, uh, all from Roundtable, which is, as always, a great source of quick hit news. And it has its finger on the pulse, uh, like this show that uh, uh, Barry and uh, Ben Pfeiffer and I used to do, this, uh, the, the Pulse. Uh, it was a pretty cool podcast back <laughs> in the day. The management at Webmaster Radio wouldn't give us the data. Anyway, it's been a long time since that show. But anyway, the Search Engine Roundtable still does have the pulse. And on October 21st, Google states we have a bunch of original source detection algorithms. So one thing that Barry's been really good at doing is sort of going through the Webmaster Central Office Hours Hangouts and getting little nuggets of you know information that in themselves are a news story, right? So at the 2.40 mark of this one particular Hangout that, that Barry was analyzing, uh, Google's John Mueller uh, that Google has a bunch of algorithms that try to recognize and detect the original source of content and thus boost that content accordingly. So, Frank, over the years, uh, we've talked, and we can actually say that now, I think, over the years, definitely uh, many months, we've yeah. talked about how, um, you know, the content and, and it uh, it could potentially be duplicate or if it gets outranked, right? And so if, if, you're, if you have content, and, and I recall we've said this and advised this uh, on a variety of different topics, but if you're afraid that someone's going to scrape your whole article or uh, maybe when you uh, share the content or syndicate it that someone else might publish it actually before you, uh, you, you know, the, the goal was to always try to get your content published first. Now, um, you know, with Google's increased caffeine, hummingbird, et cetera, speed, uh, it still can happen. And there are plenty of times when there's maybe some nefarious site out there even that could get your content and outrank you for it. Uh, but according to this, there is a way that Google uh, sort of um, – tackles it. He says, I think it's a really tricky situation. In practice, we have a bunch of algorithms, so it's not just a matter of like, this is a popular site and copied your content, but we do try to find the original source, but there's no automated way for you to say, this is my content, because the other people could just as well say, this is my content too. I think that's a key point right there, right? So he's saying that you can't go into Search Console and sort of claim content, almost verify it, you know, uh, which I think would be cool, but they've talked about that, but I guess they're deciding that then what happens when it's a he said, she said, or he said, he said, and they both claim the same exact content. The more important thing that was, yeah, that part definitely, but the other part that, uh, CNN. that they discussed <laughs> in that was, was the fact that <laughs> You know, you can, whether in the two examples, one was a photograph and you put up your photograph and you've got the information about what, you know, what F-stop and all that sort of thing and where it is and, and, you know, okay, you're there. But then someone else comes along and they use the photograph in a forum and then they add actual context, you know, text content below it so that there's more information than what you've put up. So it may be originally yours, but now they're adding to it, and it's that sexier. has more value to Google. Yeah, they, and the same thing with articles. You write an article, and then someone pretty much copies you know, 100% of it, but then adds their own content, their spin on it, et cetera, you know, for curation that you know, pretty much takes someone's entire article, breaks it up, and then writes comments about each paragraph or whatever that has the tendency to outrank the original because there's more content there. That's, that's scary. It is scary. 
And it's like, yeah, it's a great example you brought up as to why uh, even though you think that you may have it covered uh, and, and, you know, maybe you've had a piece of content that's been live for a while even and it's gotten a little crusty. Uh, but suddenly somebody does a video and adds to it, and then they have an infographic with it that gets shared a, a thousand times, uh, you know, in social. And, and suddenly there, there's all kinds of signals pointing to this other version of the content that uh, may need to outrank it. And, and that's, you know, depending on the topic then becomes an issue too, right? Is it a QDF, query deserves freshness kind of a subject? And if so, then, uh, you know... Why not just go out and find something that ranked really well 10 years ago and revive it by adding a video and an and a, and a infographic to it, right? Yeah, no, exactly. That I mean, I that's the tip. That. <laughs> well, forget about how someone else is. What, what it does also give you some ideas for is getting some of your old content that ranked, that maybe now ranks you know, on the second or third page, and add more content to it. That's freshness so that, you know, now the quality's improved because there's more content, it's more, you know, current, and, you know, it's, it's fresh. So even you can do it yourself to help you know, revive some of your old content possibly. So, I mean, there's, there's a give and a take there. You can use it to your advantage, but uh, so can other people. So that one's a little – eventually maybe there'll be some sort of you know, tool that they use to do this, but at the moment – that's sadly why other people outrank you for your own content. Yep. So uh, we'll hit the next two or the last two quickly because we're running out of time here. But uh, the Google No Disavow blog roll site-wide links article uh, is uh, Google. No need to disavow blog roll or side-wide links. Side link. So this is another uh, central uh, Webmaster Central Office Hours Hangout. And at the 2.12 mark, uh, which might have been the exact same one, uh, the, uh, the point came up about disavowing side-wide links or blog roll links. And in general, according to John Mueller, these are just, if, the, if these are just normal links, organic links that they're happening that are pointing at your content, then I would just let them be. That's the way the internet works. People link to your content. If your students have blogs and they think, oh, this is actually a teacher that knows what he's talking about, then that's a good link. That's not something you need to disavow just because it's a side-wide link or in the blog roll. So I you know, you get people start to worry about site-wide links because, you know, five or ten bloggers wrote about saying that they're bad and Google hates them. Uh, and then you hear about the blog rolls and that, you know, blog rolls are like an old school links. It's going to hate them and you want to uh, at least know follow those in the past years. But, you know, here we have Mueller saying that, yeah, that, yeah, maybe that used to be an issue. But I think what is old is kind of a subject, huh, uh, Frank? Oh, exactly. And, and the thing is, I, I imagine as well that they say, don't worry, because they're already aware of the fact that there are these things, and they're most probably dampening the value of them anyway. <laughs> no, yeah. he doesn't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's the, there's the possibility that they won't it has count. value. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So you don't quite know, but at least you know that you don't have to wrap them with, you know, no follows or, you know, if you're getting a bunch of them from various places that you've got to disavow them because Google's already got them covered. Whether that's, we'll let it be, or we've already dampened the crap out of those. They don't mean anything anymore. Mm. 
So the last quick hit, and this is kind of ironically related. Google has said that there is no Penguin Boost, right? So much like, um, you know, there's stuff that uh, begins to take shape and form in our industry in terms of how it's talked about, um, you know, when people saw that the HTTPS ranking signal, uh, according to a decent amount of research out there, was providing a boost in organic rankings, um, you know, that became sort of a way to describe something that happens as a result of Google implementing something. So when Google implemented the new real-time Penguin, <coughs> Uh, they had to come out and say there's been no boost, right? And there's no boost, just like there's no longer a penguin to motion. So uh, also kind of connected to the last topic, uh, in terms of the kind of links that you go out and get now, um, it, there really is, in a way, less danger. And I would describe it as less danger to people accidentally shooting their own foot off if they're a webmaster. I think that, you know, th there was an interesting conversation in PubCon at the Speaker's Enclave. I don't know how, how much I'm allowed to talk about it. But one of the topics was uh, Penguin and, and the idea that, you know, somebody – somebody that's similar to me in, in, in looks and voice and, and, and age and so forth said, hey, why not just buy a bunch of links now because, you know, you can't really have them count against you. So, you know, you could just call it like shrinkage at a, at a grocery store where you lose some of the lettuce because it wilts, right? Uh, and and But then there was some potentially much more white hat waving people in the room so oh wait a minute but then there's then there's manual penalties and you never want to get a manual penalty i 100% agree uh, but there's ways to i think uh, avoid manual penalties by careful organic link building, right? And I think that in a way, it's because Google might have realized they were throwing out too many babies with the bathwater before, Frank. Oh no, I agree. And uh, and and yeah, you know, the whole need for disavow tools and, and everything else is like, you know, Google knows enough that they could just create dampeners themselves. You know, it's like, I think they use things like the disavow tool to, to point to transgression uh, websites that they may not be aware of type thing. You know, so <clears throat> with the Penguin, that one's really bizarre because... While you may not get a boost, the the, implement, the other side of that saying that there's no penalty is like, how is that even possible? Because if you have, for example, Little Black Dress as the inbound anchor text, that was one of the things that Penguin was capturing. They were saying that you had, you know, more specific manipulated uh, anchor text than links to your, you know, that included just your uh, domain name. You know, and that was an indicator that you you were manip manipulating the links, and that was what Penguin was. It was about that link manipulation. So, I mean, how they say that there's no uh, negative side, that it, it's almost like Penguin's moot. You don't mm -hmm. get a boost if, you know, you won't get a boost, then you won't get a penalty. How's that mm -hmm. even possible? Then what the hell is Penguin? <laughs> That's mm -hmm. my question. You know? Mm -hmm. It has to be doing something. So while they say these things, uh, there are times when it's just, it doesn't quite follow the logic of what it was. What is, what is Penguin then if it doesn't have a positive or negative impact on, the, uh, on your ranking? 
Well, what it does is it, it basically, it's a filter now, right? And, and it just basically only, it automates the process of making links not count, right? So it, it is still, I think it does still have teeth because it makes it that not all links count. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we should actually have, speaking of things to put on our list of, of subjects to talk about in more detail. Uh, I think that we should have sort of a review uh, now that Penguin's been real time for a couple weeks uh, in a few more weeks and start to see, you know, uh, because I do have uh, a disavow that was in progress. Finally, uh, you know, is, is at the point of approval now. So <laughs> are we just going to cancel it? I, I think we'll, we'll probably put it live and see, you know, if there's any noticeable difference, uh, you know, with one once it, once it goes live, because theoretically, you know, this disavow tool is still being in play. Um, you know, you could, you know, somehow trip other old, you know, old negative. If there's no negative filter now applied and it's just a, a neutralization, is there any grandfather there, right? So that's why we could talk about this another hour. And we do have to break because it is the end of this week's show. So, Frank... Thank you so much, my friend, and I look forward to uh, uh, re-chatting again soon. Definitely, and uh, don't forget, folks, to check out that Google Optimize tool. I think it's going to be a major game changer, and you can sign up for it now and get it in two weeks. All righty. Rock on, everyone. See you next time on SEO Rockstars. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 